You're listening to Fandoms. I'm your host, Brody Otway. Join me as I interview a guest about anything from hats to cats. Today, we'll be interviewing Brianna about cats. You can find her awesome work at kittyminis.com. How long have you been a fan of cats and what is it about them that you love most? So I have loved cats my entire life, and uh, I don't know what originally got me into them. Maybe they were small and not uh, overbearing or anything like that. I guess I was also bitten by a dog as a a baby, so maybe that played a a factor to it. But they're just small and cute and fuzzy, and and as a small human at the time, I, I could handle that kind of thing. And uh, I love cats more than other animals because they are so unique because every single individual cat has its own unique personality that is unlike any other cat Mm -hmm. and every cat has its own quirks and does its own weird little things and and all of this other stuff and i just find that that's so endearing and it also helps that every cat that you meet doesn't immediately love you and many times you have to work for a cat's affection you know and but once you do you've built up this bond that is so much stronger than anything that I've experienced with any other animal I love what you said about the personalities because I instantly thought of this cat I had when my children were a baby he was the nicest fluffball but dumb as a brick and scared of his own farts (laughs) He would fart in the litter box and panic and knock the entire thing over. (laughs) That is crazy. I haven't heard of that one yet. But yeah, cats are very strange sometimes. So is it just small cats that you love or are you fascinated by tigers and lions and big cats like that? I love them all. So obviously I'm never going to have a lion in my own home. I would hope but, not. But uh, sometimes I feel like my my little little cats are their own little miniature lions because they wreak just as much havoc. <laughs> but yeah, I absolutely love the big cats as well. In fact, I went uh, with my husband. We traveled to Namibia and uh, on, on safari saw this gorgeous, gorgeous leopard, Amali. And I took so many pictures of her and she just acted just like a normal cat, you know? <laughs> flopping around playing with with things and 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 just like lounging like a cat and it's like you you remind me of my house cats i think one of the things that draws me to both big and small cats is small cats really aren't that far removed from their their larger ancestors and so you see a lot of the same mannerisms across so if i love one it's natural that i would love the other as well that's so interesting Do you have a favorite breed of cats? That's very difficult uh, because it's like picking your favorite child is like, that's difficult. But I don't know. I might say that I really love our kitty that we currently have. Um, Her name is Holly. Uh, She's a little gray cat. And I only just discovered this breed. It's called a Nebelung. It is a German word that means creature of the mist. And it is effectively like a long hair Russian blue. So what I love about her so, so much, and it could just be the cat or it could be a breed in general. But from what I've heard of the breed, uh, it's, it's fairly consistent. But 
they are super, super love bugs. And she definitely exhibits this. And she will sit in my lap for hours on end and just purr. Let me pet her. She's the cutest, sweetest, most mellow kind of cat ever. And they're also known for really long lives. And Holly is actually going to be 22 in February, which just astounds me. I never knew cats could even like live that long, let alone I would have one. So I, I love her to pieces. And I we've always joked that she's going to be a 32 year old cat and I kind of hope we see that, but, uh, <laughs> uh, she is just the perfect cat and, and such a good cat. Uh, so yeah, I, I would, you. if I had to pick, I'd probably say a Nebelung. Crazy that she's 22. How long do cats normally live for? Typical age for cats. Uh, generally like 14, 15 is, is, fairly average. You're lucky if they get up to the 17, 18 range, anything over that. And it's like, wow, that's an old cat. So to see 22, that's just wild. Uh, Although I believe the Guinness world record for oldest cat ever was 38. I could not fathom my cat living that long, but you never know. That is nuts. That is, that's older than me. (laughs) (laughs) What is a um, misconception that a lot of people have about cat owners or fans of cats? Uh, They think that they're crazy single ladies, I guess, uh, is probably one of the most pervasive uh, uh, ideas around cat owners. They think that they- Some of us are crazy single men. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, cat lovers run all demographics. So you can be young, you can be old, you can be married and single, male, female, you know, whatever. Cat lovers are are everywhere. And we're not as crazy as you might think. We're not necessarily introverts, although I I tend to be, uh, although I'm I'm kind of an extroverted introvert. Uh, I, I like my time sitting with my little kitty, but at the same time, I go out and socialize and whatnot. I'm not a total recluse there there are some of those misconceptions around cat owners uh that we hate all other animals that uh we can't handle social situations we just want to sit home alone with our cat or or that we want to collect 500 of them or something and maybe some of us do want to to collect our cats uh that that isn't necessarily uh representative of all cat owners What advice would you give to a new cat owner who has no experience? Uh, My advice is if you've, if you have literally no experience with a cat, try fostering first, or even better, maybe go to a cat cafe. uh, So you can actually interact with the cats and see how diverse the, the personalities are with all of these cats, because a cat could be with you for 22 years. And that's a very big commitment. It's not... I, I don't think it's quite as big a commitment as a dog is necessarily because dogs tend to be a lot more work, uh, but cats can be a lot of work as well. And it is definitely a responsibility. And so if you have no idea what it'll be like for you to have a cat, then if you don't, if you've never scooped a litter box, if, if you don't know what it's like when they are misbehaving, any of that kind of thing, I would definitely say start with a, a cat cafe so you can kind of get some interactions with cats and then try fostering first. So it's a much shorter uh, commitment. And then at the end of it, it's like, yeah, okay, maybe this isn't for me. And then you're not committed to having a cat for that duration and or worse, surrendering them to a shelter uh, or trying to rehome them. Because we always want cats to 
only have one home and yeah. and that that is where where they live yeah it's it's really hard to rehome a cat too and like even especially if you mm-hmm. end up having to give it to a shelter like when we had our three cats before I had children. Once the kids came along, two of the cats, their personalities changed drastically. And Mm. they started bullying the one cat and Mm -hmm. the other cat, she did not get her hair on her belly back from uh, when she got fixed until she was rehomed. I seen pictures of her afterwards and she looked like she was doing good and her hair grew back, but the baby was a huge change for them. And I was just wondering if, is, Mm. is that a common thing with cats? That definitely can be. Cats are very sensitive to their environments. And so any major changes can definitely change how they react or how they act. Cats aren't, obviously they can't talk to you. So they're not going to tell you, hey, I'm unhappy. They are going to act it out. They will start scratching on things. They will start peeing where they shouldn't. They will start destroying things or lashing out at you or other members of the household. So yeah, I mean, we had, uh, when, when I first had my my Zoe, for whom I, I named my shop Kitten Cazoidal, uh, she passed back in 2015. And we had another cat at the time, uh, Holly. She's the 22-year-old. Uh, and she like fell into this depression. It was really bizarre seeing her like this because she's such a love bug and she's so sweet and, and gentle and everything else. And she just became super recluse and, and like the the balance of the household was completely off and that didn't really restore until we adopted our new kitty mochi our little tuxedo and then it was like okay our household is complete again and now we aren't sad having lost our 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 previous kitty we feel like we've restored the balance here and she like came right out of her funk and she was just as she was. So it's really interesting to see that with cats, but they can be very sensitive. Um, What would you say three of the most important things about caring for a cat would be? Three of the most important things. Uh, First of all, know your cat, Uh, know what their personality is, Uh, understand their quirks and when they, cats will develop a communication style with you. They will have certain meows. They will have certain behaviors. You'll understand that when they're doing the figure eights around your ankles in the morning, they really want to be fed. But if they lay on, on their back with their belly, they're they're showing they trust you, but they don't necessarily want to be pet. You know, all of these little, little nuances and they differ from cat to cat. I know my my Holly, for example, this perfect cat, one of the things, the, the quirky things that she does, she announces before she has a hairball. So she will literally meow at you, a very specific meow and saying, I'm about to puke and like, oh no. And so you immediately have to get up and pick her up and put her on a surface that that's easier to clean. Usually we we hold her over the sink, you know, so, so we just wash it right down. But that's one of her quirks and that's the way that she communicates with us. And I will say, I know that she only does it for us because she never does that in the middle of the night when we're asleep. So she'll she'll just silently puke in the middle of the night, never, never with the announcing. So that's purely for us. So it's wild that cats will develop this with you. So definitely, number one, get to know your cat. Uh, because especially if you are leaving for a period or, or anything and anyone's watching your cat while you're away, you need to know what those nuances are. And it also helps you understand when something might be wrong. Because again, cats can't communicate with you 
at least not in ways that we are familiar, they will start to, to be quieter or they'll stop eating or they'll hide more or something like that when they're in pain or when they uh, when something's wrong. And you really need to be very fine-tuned into that so that you know immediately, I need to take this cat to a veterinarian and, and have him or her checked out. I mean, I have so much experience with cats. I actually do uh, pet sitting when I'm traveling. We were caring for some cats uh, in Montenegro, which was a lot of fun. But on like the third day we were there, we noticed the cat was having difficulty breathing. It was just slightly laborious. And it's like, that's that's very strange. And and because we were watching him so closely and because I noticed that, uh, we ended up taking him into the vet the next day. And lo and behold, he had kitty pneumonia. That's not something that just disappears. And that is something that could be fatal if left untreated. And so that wasn't necessarily something that the, the owners were aware was even happening. And it's something that I noticed just because I understand cats and behaviors and how subtle they can be in when they're trying to communicate something with you. So long-winded answer on just the one, know your cat. <laughs> um, for two other mo more impo most important things, I'd say I don't know. I, I, I'm, I think that that was kind of a long-winded answer. So I'm going to say that that, that is... That was a, a great a good, answer. A, a good one. <laughs> I think that covers most bases there. Oh, yeah. You know I, I really, think, really well. I think you that's can care great for first advice. What about catnip? Does Is it totally harmless for cats or does it have any <laughs> actual negative effects? Cats, catnips doesn't have any negative effects. In fact, oh, cool. catnip, you may notice, is in a lot of herbal teas. So we drink catnip ourselves as humans. So oh. there's, it's just an herb like any other, but for whatever reason, it, it stimulates something in the cat's brain where they go crazy. And now it's not even every cat that reacts to catnip because my two cats, they just kind of sniff at it and like, meh, whatever. Uh, but my mom's cat, for example, will go absolutely loco. <laughs> it's like, it's so funny to, to see that, but it's it's just this weird thing. It's like, okay. <laughs> Very cool. I, I've always watched my cats trip out on it. And I'm like, this, this is harmless. I was like, it, it, is it? Like, nope. I was like, I hope I'm not like killing brain cells here. <laughs> so how many hours total would you estimate in your life that you've spent watching cat videos? That's a very difficult question um, because I watched lots of cat videos. <laughs> Basic. I, did, did you know that there is like an official uh, internet cat festival? Internet internet video cat video festival so uh it's this big thing that started in minneapolis i think where they drew all it's like a woodstock kind of thing where they drew all of these people from from all around uh to watch all of these internet cat videos and they sit on this huge lawn and they have this this massive uh screen and they show all of these silly cat videos and, and it's like cats have just taken over the 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 internet it's wild and so i, I gosh i i don't know at least a few hundred hours of, of cat videos. Sometimes I'll just like leave them playing in the background. There are some of like greatest hits. That, like I love watching Maru, for example, a little cat in the box and uh, out of Japan. He's a he's a real hoot. Um, I also really like Syriac uh, is a, a digital artist and, and he makes a lot of videos of these like really weird uh, cerebral kind of animations and uh he obviously has a thing for cats because several of his videos feature them and one of the ones that i really like is called uh kitty city uh and and it's just this bizarre it it, it starts off kind of weird like okay that's odd and then it gets weirder and like okay what's happening and then it just like once you think it has gotten as weird as it possibly can it just 
goes over the top with even more weirdness. It's, it's crazy. So things like that is just fascinating to me. I'm going to check that out after we're done here. Yeah, me and my daughter went on a little bit of a rabbit hole with cat videos a few weeks back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love I love the classics. There are so many out there. We're going to get to our last question before my bonus question in this episode. What to you is the best part about being a cat owner or a cat fan? I think the best part is how cute they are, how how happy they make you just by being there. I love that I come home and I've got my little little fuzzball there sitting on the bed and she'll happily meow at me, say hello. Uh, and then she'll snuggle with me at night and this this tiny little warm puffball uh, next to me is so comforting. And I love that that part of that. But again, that's part of I I've earned her love and the 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 love that I get from her is just so rewarding so that that is definitely the best part that that I love about being a cat owner I I definitely agree it's great having that creature that just has that trust for you that you've had to earn and Mm -hmm. everything like you said earlier so as for our bonus question um my kid's mom took in a cat a few months back and it wasn't long before we realized she was pregnant we all ended Mm -hmm. up putting bets on how many kittens she would have how many would (laughs) you guess Callie had I'm gonna guess five because that's a pretty average litter size you nailed it I that was my guess too (laughs) I had won the bet it was five kittens so thank you very much for coming on Brianna you can find her at kittyminis.com with her awesome adorable art I keep wanting to say kitten mittens because of always sunny in Philadelphia (laughs) but yes kittyminis.com yeah thank you so much it's been great Thanks a bunch for tuning in. If you'd like to be a guest yourself, want to see a list of upcoming episodes, give feedback, or suggest questions, join us on Discord, or reach out to us on Twitter. You can also reach us at email at pod.fandoms at gmail.com. And if you could give us five stars on your podcast app of choice, we'd really appreciate it, as it helps us get new lovely listeners like yourself. Thank you. Thank you.